This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome back to the Hammers Unrestricted Podcast for our penultimate episode of the Premier League season. We were treated to a thumping 3-1 win at the Hawthorns last night. It sees us all but confirm European football next season. And with Spurs slipping up, it could well be the Europa League after all. I have a special guest this week. Back by popular demand, I have Dom O'Connell, who you might know from West Ham Fan TV. Dom, we are not bottlers now, are we, mate? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Wood. Um, yeah, we really, really went through the motions last night, didn't we? We weren't bottlers last night, but Spurs certainly were, weren't they? Some happy days. Perfect scenario for us, them losing and us winning. We just got a draw and we're there. One more point. Surely you've, we can't fuck this up. You've literally, you've given me so many options there where to start. Where should we go? Itself. Let's start, I think we should start Spurs because that sort of set the tone for us, for our game, didn't it? Obviously... They went. That, that they got beat by Villa. I was yeah. I was walking home, just finished work when it kicked off, and I, I see the scores come up one nil Spurs, and I just was like, that's not going to happen for us, is it? Mm. You know, having a rely on Spurs because when they whenever they play at home, and we need them to lose. They slip that they rarely slip up, and then I see Villa get a goal, and I thought I'll take a draw because a, a win takes us above them anyway. And then I see it go 2-1. So just as I'm getting home, I put the telly on. Villa battered them. Villa should have won about 5 or 6-1. And I, as I was watching Spurs, I thought, even if they come back and win, they're not going to beat Leicester, surely. They're shit. And thankfully, they lost. And, like, you know, everyone was bouncing on Twitter. And I said, look, you know, me being pessimistic as always. I know what you said. I said... Um, I said, look, we, we can't get ahead of ourselves. You know, we can, you know, Spurs could come back, but they didn't. Mm. Well, fine. Now we've got to do our bit. And, recent, you know, recent, a lot of times this season, we found ourselves in a situation where we can take advantage and we've taken it at the start of the season. We would always take it. But now, yeah. like... Last few weeks, uh, isn't it? We haven't yeah. really taken the opportunities. I know what you mean. Yeah, the Newcastle game, we could have gone third and we lost... Um, the Everton game, this was on the back of Spurs losing to Leeds. We could have gone five clear of them. We lost. Right. We haven't really been taking advantage. And um, yeah, well, we're going at the game now, won't we? Obviously, like a real chance to put a bit of daylight in between us and the Spurs. And all well, back, back, back to them for a minute. So you say you was walking home. Did you catch much of the game? Genuinely, like we. Yeah, I catch. I caught the. I caught the end of the first half. And then I watched yeah. the second half. Of the Spurs I was. Um, I was down at the pub. First time being able to sit in a pub for ages. By the way, so that was a good crack. Nice to have a beer in that. But tell me, mates. Um, seeing that Spurs own goal to sort of set the mood, mate. Cracking finish, wasn't it? I saw the equaliser. It was. I see the own goal come up, and I was. Uh, I must have. I thought maybe it's like he's, he's he's smashed it in as a back pass. Yeah. And then I see it. I was. Oh my god! Like. Like, like, it's one of those where it's easier to slice it over instead of actually slice it in. It's just, it's just pure dumb luck. Uh, I just luck. think for a Premier luck. League for, for a Premier League player to be doing that, 
you know what I mean? Like you've got to have two feet in the Premier League for a start. We'll get actually Aaron Cresswell done one very similar last night. We'll get onto that later. But yeah, I just think for Reggion, oh, yeah. they, they've been chatting him up so much, haven't they? At the start of the season, they were chatting him up saying how good he was, and he could ultimately have cost them league football. Brilliant. To, to be fair. Spurs were actually very, very good at the start of the season. Obviously, you, you, you joke about them winning the league in November. Mm. They they were very, very good. And obviously, that meant their players are very good. I thought Regulon was excellent at the start of the season. I think when we played him at the lane, he was a proper dangerous player. And in the reverse game as well, when we beat him. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I just think, you know, the modern day fullbacks, they, they, they neglect their defensive side. You said this the other day about passing out from the back. I can't remember what game you were watching, but you said something about a team passing out from the back and it was something to do with modern-day defenders. Yeah, I think... So it was, it was as recent as that. I think it was Chelsea, off. Chelsea, last, uh, Chelsea the other night. They conceded from trying to play out from the back and mm. it just, yeah, just annoys me. One last thing on Spurs. I was, like I said, I was sitting with a mate in the pub last night, Fog, and uh, he made a cracking point, to be fair. He goes, start of the season, Mourinho goes in there he tells players like, well, sorry, last year when he joined, Mourinho goes in there and he tells Son and Kane straight off the bat, you won't win nothing being here. You won't win a thing. Now he's gone, heads are starting to turn, aren't they? And it's, it's to be honest, Spurs are back where they belong, really. They're not the big club they think they are, let's be honest. They ain't won nothing. They never have been. They, they never have been. Like, And this is like, this is, this is why a lot of us fans... You know, a lot, a lot of people don't like them, and I think mm. a lot of their, and this is where I have an animosity with some, you know, supporters online. You know, I, I'm friend, friends with uh, a lot of Spurs fans. You know, we met one of them last week, top bloke. Yeah. Um, it's some of them are down to earth. Some of them know where they are. It's just when you see the ones say, "Ah, oh, wet spam are going to finish above us." Ah, oh. <laughs> like there's no like, there's no like, what's the word am I looking for? Like, gracious about it because yeah. we deserve to be where we are you know we've, we've been better than them this season the table don't lie I know we've still got a job to do on Sunday but it looks like what is going to happen you know it's the entitlement like this is the trouble with this big six cartel and this is the trouble why they try to form this Super League because mm. they they think they have a God-given right to be up there you know and Spurs are a bigger club than us we all know that they've got better players than us we all know that that's but, Dom's view and not mine by the way but carry on <laughs> but, Speak for you know, yourself. I, I don't want, you know, I, it's, it's sad, but for me, it's true. But like when they have that obviously bad run mm. and they just the entitlement of it, I and mean, when clubs like us take advantage, they can't hack it. You yeah, said, just, you said yourself, um, you know, we met one of your mates last week, Spurs fan. He's a good lad. Two of my best mates are Spurs fans, and like they're yeah. sound, but it's the fan base as a whole. I just can't stand them. And to be honest with you, like a lot of the the past few years, especially, I've been able to overlook the rivalries a bit. Like I haven't really been that bothered by Tottenham yeah. fans, by Chelsea fans, by Liverpool. They haven't really bothered me because I don't really care what they have to say. This season, now we're up there competing. They rattle me so much. Like, <laughs> like, no. like seeing them thinking they're going to be linked to particular players on Twitter and that, or they think they're entitled to buy this player, that player. Just You see rumours about Man United want to sign Declan Rice and they offer people like Phil Jones as a swap deal, like because yeah, they're Man United. I've seen that, mate. Yeah. Do stuff like that. It just, you know, it's the cartel mindset, which is why they thought they could all break away and form this league. And, you know, when you see some supporters act like the way they are and the entitlement, it's sort of like 
are you actually surprised why these teams go and do it? But you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully we get the job done. We've had, we've had a go at Spurs here. Let's, I don't want to give them too much airtime. Let's get on to the game. Let's get on to the actual match Whoa. last night. They they played some good stuff, Westbourne. For a, for a side who's been relegated, they you know they played some really. It was a fucking hard game. We knew it was going to be a tough game, but you know when we got the penalty with inside the first forty seconds, I was like, right, this is what this is everything we need. This has to go in because you know everything's on the line. This is such a big big game. I'd say it was one of the biggest games in our history. If I'm being honest, so you know, say, saying that out loud, it sounds ridiculous. But, yeah, it does. But it does. no, no but I, I do get what you're saying, though. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm, but I'm saying to actually make that statement. It sounds stupid, doesn't it? But it's because if we, if we do fuck up that game last night, and we go into the the last game of the season with fans in the ground, and you know that that could turn toxic quite quickly if we don't get a result. Then this whole season is for nothing. So yeah, I do get what you're saying, and to be honest with you, I, I agree on some level with that. It's but it's enough. not, and it, and it does sound very, you know. The cartel sounds a, bit, sounds a bit dramatic, didn't it? You saying that? Yeah, but I, I do get and what the, you mean. Car, and the cartel clubs will look at this and think, ah, it's, you know, biggest game you hit you trying to get into the Europa League. Yeah, but like we've never played like in a mm. European group stage, like in the modern day game. No, we haven't. This means everything. You know, we've had chances, we've had moments. To, you know, we've lost in playoffs. You know, it's always been cursed. This is our time, mm. and you know, it was you know really went through the motions. So I, I you know. We need an early goal in this sort of game. We needed an early goal in a lot of games this season just to like settle the nerves. Settle and nerves, yeah. Especially in front of fans. Antonio goes through, shocking back pass from a joy. It grinded my gears that Antonio didn't actually try and shoot and finish on goal. Like he just tried to go around the keeper and like, you know, I think he was just looking for the penalty because I think he realized. I don't it. know, because my, my old man said to me last night, he got clattered. And he went to me, he loves scoring goals, Antonio. Like, he's probably on some sort of bonus, isn't he, as well, to get the 10. So, um, he, knows the, losing, he, yeah. he, he knows the chance is gone because Rice is going to be on pens, isn't he? So, I don't know. Like, he, he might have been playing for it. I don't like seeing players play for penalties, personally. I don't think you Stone do either. penalty, though. Like, yeah, I no. But I, I, don't know, I don't know if he was playing for it. I think he took too long with the shot. When he realised the keeper had, like, closed him down, mm. he thought, right, Got you know, if I'm not going to score, next best thing to do is win a penalty. That that's the thing with Antonio. Like he does need much, much of uh, his goals this season. He he does need quite a few chances to score. But anyway, like Rice takes the penalty and hits the post, and it just feels yeah, like it's going to be one of those nights, doesn't it? Straight away, West Brom played like I said. West Brom played really well. Pereira, that that guy is just. It's sad for West Brom because he's not going to be... Yeah, but where's he been all season doing this? He's playing now. They're, now they're relegated, mate, and he's in the shop window. He's, he's started oh, performing, isn't he? He has been. And he don't get me wrong, though. He's, he's, been, he's been mustard. He's been really good the last few weeks. I agree with you. But where's he been all season? I, th- I think had it not been for him, they'd have been relegated by Christmas. Like he's, he's, you know, it's just the flashes are brilliant. Technically, he's, he's sensational. But, um, yeah, I think he, he tore the championship apart last season and he's... Um, he's not torn the Premier League apart, but he's been like a gem in a in a uh, diamond in the rough, if you like. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, I th- I, you know, there's going to be a lot of teams sniffing around him. It's sad for West Brom because they're going to lose their best player. No way he stays with them, no chance. But nah, he, can't he was the, he was the threat. There were there were a couple of players. Um, you know, Phillips was a danger for them. Uh, that Gallagher alone from Chelsea, they did cause us problems, but they just. 
you know, that's the thing with when you when you're down there, you need quality to get you through games. And thankfully, they didn't really have it. When we went a goal down from the corner, then so Suchek flick on takes it away from Randolph. Just one of them things, isn't it? But I wasn't overly concerned to be honest with you. Like, I know we, I don't think from what I saw, we weren't playing particularly well. Like, and I'll give you that. But there's been so many times this season where we've come from behind. I think three games this season. It was um, well, and, just got, and got any sort of result. Well, in terms of wins, um, I think it's three games only. Well, I'm, I'm counting the draw last week as well. Both games uh, against Brighton, we've gone behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, if so, you wanna... I'm saying so. We, but I'm thinking last night, you know, a point is better than nothing. Obviously, we wanted the three points. But well, having point... Spurs having already yeah. lost, right? You think just get a point at the very least here when we're in a goal down. Yeah, well, like, that's, just what, get a and point. that's what I was saying because at, as the game was going on. Obviously, they they went one nil up. I thought I thought it was poor goalkeeping. I was I was very worried with Randolph in goal. You know, I, I don't think he had a bad game, but with him, I mean, it's not the same as Fabianski. No, Losing not, Fabianski no. was a blow, and um, yeah. there's a reason Randolph's been our backup keeper on, in two spells. He's he's a very very good backup goalkeeper to have, but when he gets that run of games, you can just see the difference in like him and a number one keeper. But the goal, the timing of the goal, I mean, you know, it's, it's scoring at any time is a good time, but like the timing of it, this is so significant right on half time. Mm. Susek puts it in, Ben Rama cuts it back. You know, that changes everything because you go into half time, one nil down. I mean, it's obviously we're, we'll, we'll be facing the game second half. West Brom would have been happy to look, you know, big Sam Park. Us. The thing is, with the say with that, and you, you've um, you've given praise to the way West Brom played, and I agree. Um, for really good from what I saw, but I, I don't think that's not a traditional Big Sam sort of side, there, is it? That was the way he had him playing, and the way he's had him playing the last few weeks actually as well. He lost it in his interview, didn't he? He's yeah. really unhappy. Uh, you know what? And- I, we, me, and you have got different opinions on Allardyce. I'm, I'm quite a big fan of him. I like no, him. Me- I am too. Like I wasn't. I'm, I maybe, it was Mar- maybe it was Marshy then. Maybe it was Marshy then. Well, I know you. We and you have very different opinions on uh, Nolan. Yeah, but, sorry, that could be it, actually. But um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, Allardyce, Allardyce done a very good job. He doesn't get the credit he deserves for the job he done at us. Yeah, no, I agree. And, um, I agree. You know, I understand why people didn't like him. He was very, very unpopular amongst the fan base, but he'd done a great job. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. But when you see him say stuff like that in that um, interview, and when you see him, you know, completely... Because I don't think, well, you know, Mick Antonio, he may not agree with Anto- what Antonio said, but there was no malice. There was no, like... I mean, it weren't, it, weren't, it weren't disgusting, was it? The word no, that he it, used. It, it weren't it's disgusting. It's a massive overreaction. It's just like, you know, the, 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 the sore loser thing. No, you know but what it is, though? It's because he's, like he's obviously looking for another role now, isn't he? And he doesn't want to be labelled as that again. That's obviously what you, it is. I'm not saying, but I, I agree, though. He shouldn't have reacted like that. He'd show himself up. Yeah. And when you see him do stuff like that, you just remember why he was so unpopular with, amongst <laughs> the fans. Yeah. But I will agree, because he, he said, oh, you all label us as long ball. And, you know, I agree with what you said, and I agree with what uh, Big Sam said. There was no long ball in their game last night. You know, they played some nice one-touch football at times. Mm. You know, which was I was very very surprised to see that because mm. it's not not like Big Sam at all. Maybe he's adapting to the modern game. Yeah, like traditionally his teams don't play like that. Today, let's be honest. Like when he was with us, you can think of the 
he more or less had four centre halves playing in the back four. He had John Carew up front, or Freddie Picky on, or Carlton Cole when we were getting promoted that season. Obviously, mm. Nolan playing as a number two. It was it was very much get the ball up up the top of the pitch and let Nolan feed off the scraps, wasn't it? That was pretty much the game plan. But, yeah, yeah like, but like you say, though, I think another one who deserves a bit of credit who we haven't mentioned is Hal Robson Carney. I think he's a really good player, really good technical player. He's got a lovely goal last week. And we got let off by one, actually, where I can't think of who blocked it. You'll know. Who blocked the shot for him? It was one of his own players. It might have been Pereira. Yeah, it's, it's just one of them journeyman type of players, isn't he? Mm. He's been around for, for, for many. I remember when he was on loan at South End, believe it or not. Was he? Yeah, you, you and, are a closet um, shrimper, though, aren't you? Yeah, so. of course, mate. Yeah, we all know that, don't we? He's a journeyman. Obviously, I think you know his his performance at the Euros in 2016 sort of like gave me a little springboard. Mm. But you know, it's work rate at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. That um, sort of gets you a passport into struggling sides. But yeah, so we're going to half time at one all. Sushek with the equaliser after a lengthy VAR forensic. Just annoys me. Like, what are they looking at? It's like they're looking for any reason to rule it out. We'll go into like this. Quick mention on that, though, mate. Ten goals in the Premier League for Sushek this season. Outstanding. What a return that is. Yeah, it's like, it's, he's our best goal scorer midfielder since my mate Kevin Nolan. Mm. But, like, but, but this is the thing, like, when... It's, this is why Rice makes such a difference to his game. Because when with Rice and the team, you, you could see him able to yeah. get forward. If, if Noble's out, if Noble... If, if, Sorry, not Noble, like not mean to single out Noble, but if, if Rice is out the team, let's go with yeah. that. Rice is out the team. Yes, yeah, Susick yeah. wouldn't be there to tap it in at the back post. No, so it's no just chance. so pivotal. It's so pivotal to have them both playing together. And like I say, like literally that goal was so so crucial because oh, it was massive, mate. The timing yeah, of it, everything, like so you said. Half time, you know, changes the out changes the outlet outlet of the game. And then we can actually like think about winning. But um well, you know, as the game went on, I was, you know, I was tweeting out. I just take because West Brom were all over us. I thought for the majority of that second half, um, Randolph had to make a, a crucial save from I think it was a Jai. I think I, we panicked a lot in the defence. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Cresswell had a red, I was mate, I was going mad. Yeah. You know what? You know what I like? I hate bad defending. And Cresswell, Cresswell has, you know, prior to this season, he's been. Pretty poor as a left back, getting caught out a lot, Creswell. Mm. And it, you know, it's it's the basic defending of it. Yeah. And he just looked, you know, I thought on Sunday, sorry, Saturday against Brighton, he literally looked like the Creswell role. The amount of times Yakan Batch got in behind him. Mm. No, I agree. It, it was then, it was um it was frantic, wasn't it? At that points last night, it was probably panic stations. Yeah, it's just, yeah, panic stations all the time. Like like I said, I thought we looked so so nervous in. Uh, for a lot of that game, which is why coming away with that win when we were looking nervous for a lot of the games is just unbelievable, really. And I, and, and I said it was the biggest win of our season. We've had a little pop at Cresswell. He did at the post, to be fair to him. Very clever free kick. Yeah, I tweeted. I, I was tweeting, fuck off Cresswell when they, uh, he had that clearance, scuffed that clearance. And then I looked up and he's taking a free kick. Yeah, keeper's position was a bit dodgy, weren't it? Um, mm. But it's good instincts. It was good instincts by Creswell to catch it out, but it's just, it's just like, and I thought off the post, like, you know. To, that, know to be fair, when he hit the post, that's when I started to think it is going to be a draw if we're lucky now. Like, because he just weren't, a couple of things weren't going our way. I think that's, I think, so Rice hitting the post with a penalty, 
Cresswell as well. Does that put us back on top of the woodwork for the table? I think of, it does, yeah. It must do, yeah, because it was around right there. Penalty miss was the earliest missed penalty in Premier League history yeah. as well. Cresswell anyway, so cracking corner. Um, he's done them all season, hasn't he? And yeah, shock, yeah. Well, shock we score from a corner again. I know, but I, you know, I, I just when it went in, I was like, it felt a bit surreal because I just thought it's not going to be our night. And then, mm. obviously, with the with the crowd, uh, obviously with no away fans, and there's been like you know, obviously that there's no crowd noise because there's fans in the stadium. It went a bit quiet, and I was like, and, and I was just like, because I was obviously like, I just went mad, like you know, I just lost, lost, like yeah, yeah, lost my head a bit, and um. Well, I just exploded with emotion. I just turned around. I, I see the VAR. I was like, oh, fucking hell. And, then, and I thought about Werner's goal the night before, which was chalked off a ramble. But, you know, it's come off his head, man. It, you know, whether what angle you look at, he's going to edit. It's, it's mm. come off his shoulder. You know, they all make the rules that, you dumb, know. Dumb, dumb. It, they gave the goal, mate. Don't worry. They yeah, gave the goal. I know they did. But again, <laughs> it, was a, up, it, it, was an, it was an unnecessary check to keep us waiting. Uh, and it made me laugh because they were looking at it. They were still analysing it. And then you heard the whistle and they're still looking at it on Sky. Yeah, but you could see and they then, were playing. You could see all Bonner and Yeah, that you could see playing. Oh, what are you fucking get off? What are you doing? And, mm. and then I was like, right, eight minutes, eight torturous minutes left. Because, you know, the way we played, the way that game went, I was just saying, like, take a fucking draw, take it into Sunday and then just win and then we're there. So we've got the third. A good counter, I think, by all means. Uh, Pablo Fernalzu, he was everywhere, to be fair. Uh, he was sloppy on some occasions last night, but he's just... He's a player that I've really started to love this season. That I, I think oh, me too. Good. I think in a lot of games this season, we, you know, with his, we wouldn't have won without him and his work rate. Yeah, I think it's. Um, he just it's, he, he does need a miss. He does need to work on his finishing though, because the amount of chances he's missed as well. He's good. Um, I think I said it to you before. He's a good first time finisher. I think when he's got time to think about it, is when he sort of flushes lines a bit. But it can be deadly when he's only got one touch. I think he's great though. Um, but yeah, he wasn't the player that I thought we were signing. To be honest with you, when we signed him, I didn't know an awful lot about him. But you're looking at us making a twenty-four million pound signing for a young Spaniard. Who's in the under twenty one squad that summer at the Euros? You're buzzing. Yeah, you're it, yeah, yeah. and he scored. He, three, he scored. Yeah, and he scored two or three goals in the tournament. Yeah, I, saw, I was I was in a pub and um when they the under twenty Spain under twenty ones were playing, he scored a cracker. I looked up. I was yeah, like, that's that game we signed. Oh, here we go. I, I thought think. He was um, I, I think he was actually he was on the bench for the first game, but he come on and got the winner. And then he didn't. He was left in the team for the rest of it. Maybe, maybe scored three goals, but he was left in the team for the rest of the tournament. And you know, you're seeing a player get that sort of return in an international tournament. You're thinking we've, we've signed the next bloody David Silver here. Like we're thinking quality little player. He's not quite what I expect him to be. He's not a left winger like they were using him in that tournament. But I've just just anywhere across the front three or in centre mid because he's going to run, isn't he? He's not going to yeah. stick to that one position, is he? He's going to he's going to track everywhere. Mm, I agree. Mm. He's he's very important player to the yeah. team. I think he's exactly what Moyes wants, and you know, he, he allows the players like Ben Rama, Lingard, who I thought had another. He was better. He was better last night. Admittedly, the I think the assist was, saved him. He was better, wasn't he? Let's be honest. But I feel like in a, a couple of games ago, when he's running and for that counter attack that I started on, um, when he's running through, he's going on his own. He's taking it round the last defender and slotting it in. I don't know why he's laying that off to Antonio, but I think it was the right thing. Though. It was the right mm. thing. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he was going to run through, but you know he had options, and 
you know, it's the right thing to do in the end because Antonio went and finished it off. Cracking um, finish as well. Cracking it was about finish. time we actually killed a game off as well because we found, uh, you know, Burnley as well. We wasted, we had so many chances like that to counter and we fucked yeah. it up. But just great to finish it off and then just know we're not going to blow it. And the thing with Lingard is, I think Lingard's a victim of his own success. He burst on the scene and no, just is, took, yeah. took, took, took his loan spell by storm. And now, because of that, we all expect him to drop a, drop a 10 out of 10 and drop like a goal and assist every game. But players are going to go through bad spells, no matter how good good you are. I still want to sign him permanently. Oh, definitely. Because we're now, now, now we're playing in Europe. You need players that have played in Europe. The majority mm-hmm. of our squad haven't. Because this is, this is a first for a lot of them. So you need players like him that know what it's about. They're going to be able to play on the Thursday and then play on the Sunday or Saturday as well. They're going to be fit enough to do both. Because, mm. you know, we, we could come unstuck next year. I'm not I'm not going to put a negative spin on it because, I'm, because I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Obviously, I'm over the moon and I'm looking forward to a few weekends away where we can just go and watch the boys anywhere in Europe, you know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll draw Juventus in our group stage. Who knows? You know what I mean? Just anything like that. Let's go and have it. We ain't going to get Astra Gugu, ain't we? Because they've gone down. <laughs> I, I was going to bring it up at some point. They can still qualify for the Europa Conference League, can't they? Yeah, if they win their cup that, final. We've we? Oh, we still got a game to go yet, mate. You know, if Spurs yeah. beat Leicester and we lose. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll take it back. I'm very pessimistic. I can't, I, I can't be optimistic. I'm never optimistic because I don't want to jinx it. Talk about Southampton if you want. We can get onto that for a bit. That, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another that's another crunch game, isn't it? Like another his, big game in our history. I don't think it's as big as the West Brom game. I think it is. There's less pressure because we don't mm. have to win, but we've got to get the job done. And just thinking about it now, I'm nervous. But I just sure. I mean, even if we do lose, like our Spurs going to beat Leicester as well. You know. You know what, mate? It's a massive game for Leicester. Like, and they've had a good season. They've won the FA Cup, which, you know, I'd bite your hand off for that. But Rodgers ain't going to want to bottle the Champions League twice, is he? That That is... You said about us bottling it against Brighton. Fair enough. That's your opinion. But that is bottling it. Oh, Le- yeah. If Leicester are to, you know, bottle it, bottle it twice. Let's, let, Leicester, that, that defeat at home to Newcastle for Leicester and then, like, the draw at Southampton... Hmm. That's 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 fucked it for them. I actually didn't realise they'd be um because I, I didn't realise how close Liverpool were because obviously that last minute goal for Liverpool really done Leicester in as well. Don't mate, don't because appara- apparently the goalkeeper scored. I don't know if you've heard about it, but the goalkeeper scored. No one's mentioned it much. Who's the goalkeeper? Oh, his name's Ellison, some Brazilian geezer, modern day keeper. Yeah, <laughs> mate, I was but, watching um, it live. What a moment to be fair, but yeah, like anyone but them, really, to be honest with you. Uh, to be honest with you, so you, you said biggest game, well, one of the biggest games on history again. I can see what you mean. Um, I do fancy just to get a result, though, to be honest with you. They've they've been shocking this year, really. Since they went top, what was it, November, October, they went top of the table. Since then, um, they've just gone downhill. And I think they've barely won a game this side of the year. They've, they've won two of their last three. But apart from that, they've been on a barren run. They've had big injuries. I don't think Danny Ings is 100%. And he's obviously the man to really fear, isn't he? What, 100 Is he not fit for the game on Sunday? I thought he was out for the season, I read. But then he was back and scoring two goals last week. But he was on the bench yeah. for their game the other day. He's back on the bench. So I'm not sure what's going on with him. You've got Che Adams up front anyway. 
But not our fans, just you know. I feel like apart from that season when everyone seemed to beat us at home at the London Stadium, when everyone was beating us, that the year with Burnley and all that, I feel like we've fared quite well against them at home. Other than that, you know, I don't we've like... lost. We, we've not lost them in six. They're actually one of very few sides we've got a good record against. Mm. The last there time they beat, last time they beat us was um, is away. It was August twenty seventeen. Uh, Charlie Austin scored a last-minute penalty. They won 3-2. Yeah, that was when Chicharito got his first two goals for us. But yeah, that, um, that was the last time they beat us. And since then, we've um, we've won five and drawn one. So we've actually got a pretty decent record against them. And just mm. like we can carry, carry that on for us Sunday. I fancy us, mate. You know, I'm, I'm very, very, very worried about the game, of course. It's West Ham. Yeah. I'm always worried about the game. I need the season to win because it's just been, it's made me ill, genuinely yeah. ill. But again, like all we need to do is draw. So we'll, we'll go into the game knowing mm. there's no pressure on us to win. So we can play with a little bit of freedom. They're on the beach. I mean, you know, when you say they were top in, in November, that's actually saved them from relegation. That, that good starts the season. Yeah. Because they, they have been absolutely woeful. Oh, to be uh, fair to them, though, we'll give them their dues. They've had a lot of injuries this year. They've had a, yeah. they've had a lot of problems, especially in the middle of the pitch, actually. They've had a lot of issues. And when they got done at United 9-1, uh, they gave, he gave a young lad his debut and he got I sent knew. off. Then he got, got sent off in the first couple of minutes, didn't they? Uh, the Polish fellow, Eastern European kid, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, got sent off straight away. And, you know, that, that's when they were, they were desperate for players at that point as well. You know, I'm not making excuses for them. I, I went to uni there for three years. So you, you'd think that I've got some sort of, you know, like attachment to the club. I, I worked for the club. I yeah, worked, I remember, I, yeah, I worked was, in the stadium. Weren't you? I, I, I used to make, I sold programs. Then I got put into the actual stadium where I was in the fucking hot dog vans. Then I was upstairs in the in the boxes doing all the serving up there. I worked at the, the um, club training ground. Well, I used to serve the players their meals and that in the mornings in between training sessions. And you know what? I don't feel a thing towards the club at all. Not a single thing. I don't, What's, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 to be fair, I, I'm quite a sentimental person. So I actually would. I genuinely don't. And I thought, you know what? I, I, I feel I, I prefer Leicester. Like, yeah. Not, not because they won the league, but we were there when the helicopter crash happened, weren't we? That was on the day that we were there. So yeah, I, I've yeah. always remembered that. And I don't know, there's always, you know, seeing all the celebrations when they brought the chairman's son onto or the former chairman's yeah. son onto the pitch, the new chairman, sorry. You know, all of that, just, that was really nice. I thought, I thought that was good viewing. But yeah, anyway, for Southampton, it's not even like a, I just, that I don't, I feel like that is a club that's got nothing about them. There's no personality. The fan base has got nothing about them. I just don't know see, what it is. See, I thought Southampton were, were very, very well-run club up until Koeman left because they came up with us, didn't they, in 2012? They were, they were, and they, they were, were, they were good that year. They, they were, were in the top two. For, they, they, they didn't drop out of the top two all season. Did they, did they win the league that year? No, Reading won. Reading won, didn't it? Yeah. They, Southampton should have won it, but they, Southampton literally, throughout the whole season, they won their first game of that season and they went top because they were, I think they beat Leeds. Mm. And it was quite a heavy scoreline. So they went top and literally they did not drop out of the top two once. So they thoroughly, thoroughly deserved to go up. They were a constant thorn in our side. I remember, I remember um, that they, they came to us and 
I think Billy Sharp was rolling around on the floor like a pillock, wasn't he? Because he trying to get someone sent off. One all draw. It, he I did, think, yeah. Like, Matty Taylor, he got Matty Taylor sent off. Uh, just after we got a penalty, uh, Matty Taylor pushed him over and he got mm. a red card. Yeah. It's one all draw, yeah. They were the better team. They deserved to go up before we did. Um, Reading just came out of nowhere. But, they, you know, they came up with us and, you know, I think we've... They, they sort of took that next level step um, by playing in Europe. They, mm. We were better than them in the first season. And then the second season, this was, that was their first full year under Pochettino. And they gradually got better. And then as the years went on, you know, Pochettino, I think Poch went to Spurs. They brought Koeman yeah. in. And then Koeman twice guided them to the Europa League. They lost in the qualifiers the first year. They made the group stage. Because they picked us to sixth place on the last game of the 15-16 season. Yeah, yeah, um, good that year, weren't they? And they made it into the group stage. Uh, and, you know, they beat Inter Milan in the group. So they they have been at, you know, they have been... I remember very- that. I, I remember Inter Milan coming into town that day and uh, the Yates's that you and I were in with West Ham and all of that and when we went down there to watch them. Yeah. It was full of Inter. And honestly, yeah, the town was buzzing, to be fair, I remember. But you say right. about them being a good run club, mate. I've been, you know, I've worked at the training ground and... It's unbelievable, honestly. the 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 whole setup they got down there is is honestly stunning. Like, they've got 20, 30 pitches. They've got a big astro turf. They've got one of the big inside um, domes as well. The actual building, the the office space is incredible. Like, really a really well run club, as you say. I just have nothing for them. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I just I don't I don't dislike them either. Like, I don't I, I don't dislike them at all. I've just got nothing, no sort of emotion towards them. In any yeah, way. It's just, yeah that, I think the, the last few seasons, they have been one of them clubs that just like make up the numbers. Because yeah. they always they always start well. They always start poorly, but finish well. And it sort of gives them optimism for the following season. And they start well this season. They've just completely tailed off. You know? we, all, um, we all used to say when we were living down there, it would be quality if they were in the championship because we would. I would have gone to the games then. I, I would have dev, probably would have got behind them a bit. To be fair, the fact they're in the Premier League that's probably what it was. Like you couldn't yeah, exactly. really. Us, yeah. But if if they're in the championship and they're playing the likes, of, I don't know, Barnsley and all, all that sort of crowd, you know, um, it probably would have been a bit more fun, you know, go and watch them, go to a few midweek games and all of that. But yeah. no, I, I keep going on about it anyway. But I, just, I, I hope we do them. Because, like you say, we've got a good record against them. And I, I, I really fancy us. Can I get a prediction from you, actually, on that? 2-0. Uh, I think we're going to win 2-0. I think it'll be a professional performance. Mm-hmm. They don't have much to play for. The only player I'm worried about is Danny Ings and Che Adams to an extent, because Adams has picked up a bit of form lately. Mm. But, um, I th- I, but then again, if uh, Adams is going to have nightmares seeing Dawson after Dawson kicked his head off in the reverse. Oh, thing. yeah, on his day. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I, I think, you know, I think obviously the, the centre of not actually having to win the game, just draw, will give us a bit more freedom to play and less pressure. Go scorers, so Dom? Um, Antonio, because he likes to go against them. It does. And I'm going to go for... Um, an, uh, I'll go for Dawson, actually. Uh, Antonio and Dawson. Dawson from a set piece. I'm going to go for a 3-1, actually. Gonna gonna mix it yeah. up because uh, I fancy Antonio to get two and to go level with the Canio. I said this for the last couple of weeks. Yes, but I fancy him to go level with the Canio, um, and then Ben Rama. I want him to finish the season with a goal. That's that's. I think this is more wishful thinking than anything. But I do see us conceding just just because you know we haven't mm-hmm. kept a clean sheet since Leeds at home 
about eight weeks ago now. Really? Yeah. I was thinking Southampton. Yeah, they've got nothing to play for. They're on the beach. But, you know, we, we do our job, mate. We're in the Europa League group stage. I think. Oh, buzzing. I, Honestly, I, I buzzing. don't want to start celebrating now. Right, Dom. Um, we're going to wrap it up there, mate. It's been great to have you on again this week. Um, you know, it's a shame we couldn't get hold of Marshy. He's working nights, so we'll have to get him on over the summer or next season. I'm still going to be doing these over the summer, so you know, if you can get you on, maybe talk about England at some point if you fancy. Yeah, cool. Cool. See what we can do, um, mate. Any last words before we go for the penultimate game of the season? Sorry, before the last game of the season. Last game of the season. Uh. I actually want to shout. I was actually going to sing "We're All Going On" a European tour, but we're not done yet. Well, we are actually because if we fuck up, we'll still get the Conference League. But from this point, I don't want that. Like, I want the Europa League because we have to play. Like, we end up playing Astra fucking Gugu again and like get knocked out. At least we're in the group stage proper this time. So yeah, um, I knew that well, I knew I'm you good. from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nutty geezer. But yeah, um, thanks for having me on, mate. It's been a good chat. Uh, it's going to be nervy on Sunday, but one more game and it's all over and we can look forward to what will be, will be. Tom, you're a top man, mate. We'll catch up soon. All the best, mate. See you later, Take mate. Care.